Hello, my name is Mike Baker, and today I'm a special guest on The Messengers. We will be talking about the difference between grace and mercy. So get your Bibles out, and paper and pen, ready to make notes and be blessed by this program today. Hello, my name is Marcus. And I'm Trisha. And we are The Messengers. And today we have a special guest with us. Hello, I'm Mike. He's just Mike. <laughs> Baker. If you want to say Mike Baker, that's fine, yeah. <laughs> but uh, Mike Baker is actually my father-in-law. And my daddy. And he is one of the most amazing people I've met in my entire life. I'm not just saying that because he's sitting here and because he's my father-in-law. But he, he has helped me go through so many different things in my walk with Christ. So that's why I say that he's just an amazing person. And I'm so excited to have him on this show. And we've actually had him on our first show we ever did. He gave his testimony. So you can go through our testimonies on messengersradio.com and find him there and listen to his testimony. Yeah, it's awesome. Remember, I'm just another cowboy. Just another <laughs> cowboy. <laughs> Yeehaw! <laughs> That's not what cowboys really say. No, no. <laughs> it's just, just so you know. Cowabunga. <laughs> Cow uh, something or other. <laughs> okay, so today we're going to talk about grace and mercy and what the differences are. We've done some digging into the differences between grace and mercy. Many people get these two mixed up because they're so similar. We wanted to get clarity on this subject. And we hope that you do by the end of this episode. So, let's get started. The first thing we did was to look up the definitions that Dictionary.com has. Who doesn't use Dictionary.com? I mean, come on. (laughs) (laughs) When we looked up grace, we found such definitions as... A manifestation of favor, especially by a superior. And some synonyms we found were forgiveness, charity, mercifulness, mercy, clemency... And pardon, which was interesting because you looked up grace and you found mercy. Yeah. As one so of the synonyms. It gets a little confusing. It can. But some of the def- the definition that we found of mercy, it included the discretionary power of a judge to pardon someone or to mitigate punishment, especially to send to prison rather than invoke the death penalty. And also something that gives evidence of divine favor, a blessing. Blessing. That's good. We found several different really good examples about the differences between these two. At compellingtruth.org, they simply explain, Mercy and grace are two vital Christian terms whose meanings are often misunderstood. In short, mercy is God not giving us what we do deserve. Grace is God giving us something we do not deserve. GotQuestions.org says it this way. Mercy is deliverance from judgment. Grace is extending kindness to the unworthy. So, as you can see, these two words are very similar and easily confused. But here are some examples to help explain the differences. Well, the first example is from DiscipleBlog.com. This article is meant for children, so maybe... Just maybe we can learn to... Yeah, I hope so. (laughs) Well, they described it this way as, as a coin. One side of the coin is grace, receiving special favor that you don't deserve. 
The other side of the coin is mercy, not receiving punishment that you do deserve. And the coin is from God, but has two special meanings. I like that. Another example is the story about the police officer and the speeding driver. Grace is the officer not writing the driver a ticket. But mercy is the officer writing the ticket, but paying for it himself. I don't know any officer that would ever do that. Well, so. Jesus would. But he's Jesus not would. A police but officer. He's not an officer, right. <laughs> well, Jesus' death on the cross is our primary example of mercy. We deserve to die because we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, as we see in Romans 3.23. But in God's great mercy, he sent Jesus to take the punishment we deserve and free us from eternal judgment, which is separation from God. And that is not a good thing. I, I don't know any... Well, mm. there are some people I think that that would be just fine with them. Yeah. But they don't really understand the full impact of that. Mm-hmm. So let's look at some scriptures about these two powerful words. As we look at the scriptures on mercy, there are so many... But we will only go over a few. We encourage you to search more out for yourselves. Yes. So Titus and 1 Peter both explain more on how God shows his mercy through Jesus. In Titus 3, 4 through 6 in the NIV, we hear, But when the kindness and love of God, our Savior, appeared, he saved us, not because of righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. He saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ, our Savior. In 1 Peter 1, 3-5 in the NIV, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade. This inheritance is kept in heaven for you, who, through faith, are shielded by God's power until the coming of the salvation that is to be revealed in the last time. Wow, I think we should always have Dad on. He gets the hard verses. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, easy for you to say. (laughs) All right. Well, Peter reminds us that we need to be thankful and praise God for his mercy and grace. These are free gifts given us, and we need to acknowledge them with thanksgiving. That's right. So let's look at Ephesians 2, 3 through 5 from the NIV. All of us also lived among them at one time. And he's talking about the world Mm -hmm. before we were believers. Gratifying the cravings of our flesh and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature deserving of wrath. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved. I like that. So this is a great transition verse. From mercy to grace. Remember, mercy is not getting what we do deserve. And grace is getting what we don't deserve. Grace is more of a surprise from God because we don't deserve it. We see a definition of grace in Romans 11, 6. 
And if by grace, then it cannot be based on works. If it were, grace would no longer be grace. Pretty simple there. In 2 Timothy, we find that God's grace was given before the beginning of time. God saw our need for grace even before we were born. So 2 Timothy 1-9 through from the NIV says, He has saved us and called us to a holy life, not because of anything we have done, but because of His own purpose and grace. This grace was given us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time, but it has now been revealed through the appearance of our Savior, Christ Jesus, who has destroyed death and has brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. You know, we see that grace is often expressed through the salvation of Jesus. Mercy was the act of Jesus dying for us in our place. But grace is the gift of salvation through Christ. In Titus 2.11, For the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. Hebrews 2.9 says, But we do see Jesus, who was made lower than the angels for a little while, now crowned with glory and honor, because he suffered death, so that by grace of God, he might taste death for everyone. And I, I like how Titus 2 says that salvation is offered to all people. That's right. And he, he's talking about the death for everyone. It's not just, you know, certain people. It was for everybody. He did it once and for all. And, yep. you know, he, he actually died while we were still sinners. Right. Yes. We were ugly and hard to get along with. <laughs> and he said, now nah, I'm going to the cross anyway. Yep. That's right. <laughs> and that, gentlemen and ladies, is how a cowboy would say it. <laughs> there you go. All right. So we learned that grace and mercy are also things we should give to each other. Matthew 5, 7 shows Jesus explaining this. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. And Paul explains how it is our duty to express grace in Acts 20, verse 24. However, I consider my life worth nothing to me. My only aim is to finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus has given me, the task of testifying to the good news of God's grace. And then he warns us in Galatians 2.21, I do not set aside the grace of God, for if righteousness could be gained through the law, Christ died for nothing. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't want to be the one who says Christ died for nothing. <laughs> so, these are two gifts that are not only for our deliverance, but also for our encouragement, as we see in 2 Thessalonians 2, 16-17. May our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father, who loved us and by his grace gave us eternal encouragement and good hope, encourage your hearts, and strengthen you in every good deed and word. All right. So in conclusion, we can see that grace and mercy are both unmerited blessings from God through Jesus. Mercy is not receiving the punishment that we truly deserve. 
and Grace is receiving VIP treatment that we truly do not deserve. That's right. It's like we get to go straight to the front of the line. That's right. We don't have to wait for nothing. Nobody negative. (laughs) We're there. It's like getting that special pass at Disney World. Well, yes. you don't have to wait oh, in the yeah. lines. You just skip in front of everybody. <laughs> Thank you, God. <laughs> well, we will leave you with the scripture that truly wraps the, both of these together. Hebrews 4:16. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Amen. Amen. We, you know, had... we just got so excited about this whole thing. You know, grace and mercy are something, two words that uh, a lot of people just kind of glaze over, and they don't really look at it. And I, I never really looked at it that close. And it wasn't until you said, "Let's do grace and mercy," that we started looking up scriptures and doing it, putting this together. We were so excited. I just felt a tug at my heart that I wanted to search deeper into these words, and and I think we really found some answers that that we were searching for. Amen. Well, this wouldn't be an episode of The Messengers if we did not give you listeners out there the chance or the choice, actually, to receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior if you have never done that before. You may have been listening to us, and some of this stuff may have just popped in your head, and you say, you know, I've I've heard of this before, but you know what? I've never really felt anything, but you may have felt something as we were reading these scriptures, or you may have felt something just in your spirit, and you may not realize what it is. Well, let me tell you about that. That's my Jesus. You know, that's our Jesus. And whether you think so or not, everybody has a God-shaped hole in their heart. Now, this hole, you can try to fill it with anything in this world, and I try to fill it with so many things. I try to fill it with... You know, the things in this world, and it always left me wanting more. And I could never get satisfied. I would try to fill it with one thing. I would try to fill it with another thing. And I was thinking, you know, if I just get this one thing, and it never satisfied me. That's right, because it's (laughs) God-shaped. That's right. So you can can try to fill it with whatever you want, but you're still going to be lacking until you realize This is what you're missing. You're Mm -hmm. missing Jesus in your life. So if you have never asked Jesus to come into your heart, I want you to understand this, that choosing to receive him as your Lord and Savior is the most important decision you will ever make in your entire life. Yes. Amen. So let's look at God's word. Let's look what his word promises. In Romans 10, 9 through 10, it says this, that if you will confess Jesus with your mouth, and will believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And if you skip a few more lines down in Romans 10.13, it says this, For whoever will call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. Are you ready for a change in your life? Are you ready to fill that hole up and have a satisfaction? So by His grace, God has already done everything that has to be done to provide salvation to you. Your part is simply to do two things. You just need to simply believe and receive. So if you're ready to believe and receive, I want you to pray this out loud with me. Jesus, I confess that you are my Lord and Savior. 
I believe in my heart that God raised you from the dead. By faith in your word, I receive salvation now. Thank you for saving me. Amen. 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 And I want you to understand this, that the very moment that you commit your life to Jesus Christ, the truth of his word will instantly come to pass in your spirit. So now that you're born again, that means there's a brand new you. And now that you're born again, I want you to also understand this. The devil is going to come at you, and he is going to try to make you think that what you just did meant nothing. He's going to try to make he's going to try to convince you that you did not receive salvation. But I want you to know that if you if you meant it from your heart and you prayed that out loud and you really really meant it from your heart and you want to make that change, we want you to understand this that no matter what the devil says, he's a liar. That's right. We want you to know that you have to continue to grow. You have to get into the word and find out who you are in Christ. So, in other words, if you're going to get in the Word, you need a Bible. You need to read the Bible daily. You need to start understanding and getting that Word into your spirit. And we'll go into more of that if you want us to, but we want you to contact us. So, if you don't have a Bible, we would love for you to contact us at themessengersradio.com and let us know that you need a Bible, and we will be happy to send you one. Or any other materials. But we want to make sure you don't just make a decision and stay stagnant. We don't want you just to stand there because the devil, like I said, you're going to need to know what the Word says about who you are. And you are saved. You're redeemed right now if you meant that from your heart. You are God's chosen person. Absolutely. child. But don't ever believe anything that the devil says because he's nothing but a liar. We want to get you the materials out. And we want to encourage you to continue to grow, to continue to read your Bible every day, and continue to tell the devil he's a liar and remind him that he was defeated 2,000 years ago by the same Jesus that you just confessed as your Savior. So until next episode, we hope you guys continue to listen. We'd look forward to any of your feedback. Once again, go to our website, themessengersradio.com. You can also hear us on tfhpeople.com. You can go to there, and we're on from at 1 a.m. and 1 p.m. every single day. You'll hear one of our episodes. Just go to there, and, and you'll click on the, the TFH radio, and then you can launch the little app right there. But all through the day, they have great teachings. They have great worship music. I just encourage you to listen to that, to get filled, to, to continue to listen to, to good teachings. You can go to Andrew Womack's webpage, awmi.net. He's got so many teachings up there you can download and listen to for free. Find you a good church. A Bible-believing church. Absolutely. And if you need help finding a church, we'll do everything we can to help you as well. But until next episode, we love you guys. We love you, and we'd like to say a very good thank you to Mr. Best Daddy in the World, Mike Baker. Yeehaw! Oh, wait. (laughs) Just another cowboy. Just another cowboy. We love you guys. We'll talk to you later. Thank you for listening to The Messengers. And don't forget to visit us at our website, www.themessengersradio.com.